take a moment and you know what get yourself a cuppa sit down and write down all your justification write down all of the justification all the reasons why you know what it's not working for you all of those things and then just go i'm going to turn all of these things into my reasons why i am going to be a success i'm going to turn these into the reasons why i'm going to make a difference in this world I'm going to turn these into the reasons why my children are going to be so proud of me and learn how to become resilient and stronger human beings. Well, welcome back everybody to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind and today is a really, really special day because I am interviewing somebody who I've been hanging out to interview, mostly because I know she's an incredible wealth of information and you're all going to love her to death, but also because I love her to death and this person is super special to me. So today we're going to be speaking to Celine Egan, who is not only the director of or one of the directors of Juice Plus Australia in New Zealand, but she's also, uh, we go back a really long way. Celine's been a really amazing friend and confident, but also uh, she was my very first ever business coach when I set out. So we've just done the maths, we've backtracked and we've worked out that we met maybe 15 years ago when uh, Celine was uh, running a beauty salon. So, you know, this is something that uh, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't know about her, this incredible story she's got over the years, uh, which is really going to work in today because we're going to talk about uh, seasons and the roller coaster of business in the direct selling industry. And Celine's got an amazing story she's going to share with us. But um, uh, lots of you guys listening will know Celine. She's been in the industry for many, 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 many years. Um, but she's also, uh, and I don't mean to make you sound old, Celine. <laughs> yeah, I am. It's okay. <laughs> She's got the tag name Mama Celine. She's also been an incredible support to so many direct sellers in this industry, um, For again, for people in many different businesses, not just Juice Plus. And so I'm, I'm excited to have her here today because we've had a little bit of a chat about what we're going to discuss and uh, and I think you guys are going to find this incredibly, incredibly valuable, but also I think it's going to lift a little bit of weight off the shoulders of some of you today that might be putting a little bit of undue pressure on yourselves. So thank you so much for joining me, Celine. Uh, I know that um, uh, we've been planning to do this for a while, but yeah. I kind of wanted, I feel like this is, you know, one of those really, really awesome interviews and I wanted to hold it out for a little bit, you know, <laughs> save the best for last. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Well, first of all, I just want to really kind of raise you up, Sam, because everything that you're doing for our profession is just amazing. And, you know, for those of you who maybe this might be the first experience of kind of, you know, us uh, chit-chatting and, you know, on also it, it might, you might have just kind of come across this podcast and it's your first experience of Sam too. I want to, I just really want to kind of, you know, congratulate and thank you for everything that you're doing, not just through this season <clears throat> for our, our profession, but, you know, always uh, since you kind of got involved and decided that this was the path that you were called to be on, to be able to serve our, our beautiful profession. And you've added so much value for so many people. And I know that a lot of it's actually you've been out of pocket as well and that just because you love to serve so um, I'm honored to be here I'm honored to have you in my life 
you're like another daughter um and so uh yeah it's it's real it's really really cool to be here so thank you for having me done Oh, it's it's an absolute pleasure. And what I will say too, and I think this is going to come out during the chat today, but uh, what I love about you, Celine, is when you speak and when you teach, and I'm sure this will come out in the conversation that we're having, but you also speak, uh, you know, you, you'll say exactly what people need to hear, even if even, even if it doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, feel like it's what they want right at that time. Um, Celine's one of those incredible people that every single time in my life I needed to be called to account uh, or I needed maybe a little bit of a harder lesson, she lovingly gave me that harder lesson. And, um, and I actually remember a point where, you know, I was going through a real struggle in my business and I feel like I kind of hit that glass ceiling and I didn't know what to do next. And you helped me get out of my own way. Uh, and I, I think that's a really good segue into what we're going to chat about today because, uh, you know, sometimes I think we're, we're our own worst enemy and we get in our own way. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, you know, like everything I teach is from personal experience. So it's not like, you know, I, I have walked this journey. Um, I'm 55 now. So I've kind of walked this journey of life. I've got a long ways to go as yet. So, and that, but I, I really feel that everything that I do teach, I always like to do it from an experience perspective, because when you've walked a journey, um, I think it just gives you a little bit more insight, but also too, I have really made it my life um, purpose to make sure that I'm putting people in my own path that will call me to, you know, to attention when I need to as well. And so I am so blessed and so thankful for the many mentors and coaches that I've actually had in my life. Now, some of those mentors and coaches have been through books or podcasts or whatever. And then some of them have been physical opportunities to build relationships with, with mentors and coaches that um, I always choose to put those people in my life that I know will call me to task. Um, and it's not always pretty and it's not always what we want to hear. But afterwards, when we reflect and we go lick our wounds and all the rest kind of thing, we kind of go, Ooh, I needed that. And so, um, yes, I hope that I always do it with love <laughs> for others as well. Um, and that, but uh, my intent is always love. My intent is always that, um, that we will grow. And, and oftentimes too, and many coaches will tell you this, we teach what we most need to hear ourselves. So oftentimes when we identify something or we see something in someone else and we're in that coaching or teaching moment, there are many times, and I can say it myself too, that I sit back and kind of go, well, actually, I needed to hear that myself too. And so I think that that's, you know, it's a great, it's a great way to be in a relationship as well. So yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of power, I believe, in having a mentor or a coach and, and somebody who can give you that tough love. Um, no point getting someone that's going to tell you exactly what you want to hear all of the time. So <laughs> no, and look, one of my mentors, it was one, it was a really good um, lesson that I learned. Um, oh, you know, it's a good number of years ago now, but one of my beautiful mentors, she's my spiritual coach, Sharon. And, you know, she actually, you know, taught me about how conflict is actually good. Good conflict is actually good. It's good to be able to transition through that, that life, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit more as we go, but life is a roller coaster. There are ups and downs. Life is a duality. There's got, got to be light and dark, good and bad, you know, happy and sad. All of those things are actually what makes life, life. It's what makes it all tick. It what it what it's what makes the sweet things even sweeter. Um, to know that there is that down. If we were just all kind of went along at this even keel, life would actually be really quite boring. And that and so the fact that we have to have the happy and the sad, that we have to have the ups and the downs, is really important. Yep. And it's the same with great conflict. If you can actually do conflict well, you can come through the other side of it 
bigger and better as a person, both of, you know, wherever it is that you're going through. So I think it's, it's always just knowing that sometimes what triggers us is exactly what we need to, you know, to listen and learn about. Um, and that's actually okay. And I want to say particularly to our direct sellers, because again, as I kind of, you know, talk a little bit and, you know, Sam's going to be, you know, discussing as well and pointing out some things. I just want you all to know right here and now, right from the outset, that if you're on a roller coaster, you're actually in the right place. You're yeah. totally in the right place. That if you're having the ups and the downs, you're having the, oh, can I do this? Oh, it's great at the moment. Oh my gosh, it's my business is back down to ground zero again. Oh, it's fantastic. If you're doing all of that, you're actually in the right place. It's actually okay and it's totally normal. So I want to kind of start the conversation with putting that on the table, right out of the gate. So good. And I think um, we're going to hear a little bit about that from you now, but you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, people go through these ups and downs, these peaks and these troughs in business, but you've been, uh, you know, in the direct selling industry for how many years now? 35 years. I I signed my first application into a direct selling company when I was 19 back in Ireland. And so for those of you who don't know me, I was born and raised in Dublin, Ireland, went to travel the world at 22 uh, with my then boyfriend, now husband, and forgot to go home. So I've lived on this side of the world for, what are we now? 33 years, nearly, wow. nearly 33 years. The end of June will be 33 years. So, so yeah, I signed, signed that first application right back then. And for reasons that uh, may be similar to others, uh, to some of you out there that are listening and maybe not, for me, it was purely actually about, I'm an introvert by nature. I was exceptionally shy back then. I would talk to, you know, my close circle of friends and all the rest kind of thing, but I certainly wasn't, I knew I had something to bring to the world, but I was so um, shy and introvert. I didn't know how that was going to happen. So my mother's friend actually suggested that I did direct sales purely to actually help me come out of um, kind of my shell a little bit and to kind of, you know, really, I suppose, face the fear and do it anyhow. And I remember, I remember thinking, gosh, why am I committing to this? This is just, but I thought, okay, you know what? It's just small groups of people. And, you know, again, because I am 55, this was before social media. It was before Zoom. It was before fax machines. It was before email. Oh, yes, I told you I am really old. Before internet. <laughs> It was before internet and it was before mobile phones. So you actually did have to speak to people in person. And so um, I thought, okay, alrighty, it's just going to be small groups around kitchen tables because the very first um, company that I was involved with was um, a makeup company, which I laugh now as I look back because I... Very, wear very little makeup. Um, in fact, I, I went and just did a quick touch up and I put a little bit of lippy on for today for all of you. So you're very blessed. He was <laughs> not very impressed that we do video as well as audio. I've got to say. <laughs> I had to, I actually had to check. I'm going, is this just audio? This is cool. Because um, I've been, you know, out for my walk, I, my trackies were on, I'd gone into one meeting after another, and then it was like, oh no, the video is going to be out. Okay. So it's actually quite funny. I was really good at doing other people's makeup. <laughs> just not very good at doing my own or that but anyhow I I I did enjoy it I I was terrified at the beginning and that uh, but you know I I 
my confidence with every single thing that I did, with every single event I did, those little kitchen gatherings or whatever like that in the kitchens of Clondalk and Dublin, um, you know, just brought me, gave me more and more confidence. And I am forever grateful to that first step because that was the only outcome that I actually wanted back then was to build my confidence. It wasn't about creating an income or anything else. And I'm saying this to you because oftentimes we try to recruit people into our businesses uh, because it's all about the money. We think, mm -hmm. you know, they want to earn some extra income. They might not. They actually might need to grow as a person. They might want a community that they're looking for. You know, you don't ever know. And so for me, at that point in my life, in that season I was going through, I was 19 years of age. I did want to kind of do bigger things, but my self-confidence wasn't allowing me to do that. And so that journey into direct sales was actually purely about my confidence growing. Yeah. Now it shifted slightly. We decided that we wanted to go travel the world. So, of course, I needed to make some money. Um, so there was a little bit of that. But at the beginning, it was not about that at all. There was no, no conversation around the money. It was purely to be able to help me come out of myself. So that was kind of season one of my direct sales career. In that so I really like to make sure that people know that because you know again it gives us even more opportunities to talk to people um, in you know as to why they might want to embark mm -hmm. on something like this and that mm -hmm. then of course we went to travel the world and so I you know my direct selling career was back there I didn't even look at a degree it was just something that I had done on the side and whatever um, moved to Australia and uh, started to kind of you know uh, build a career. I was in merchant banking. Um, so I had a real job <laughs> and that, and then, um, fast forward, we went back to Ireland, got married, came back again. And then we built our first home, started to have children. And so we had two children under two. Now around that same time, again, here's another season that anybody who's in my age bracket has gone through. Uh, when we were building our first home, the interest rates went through the roof and they were over 18%. And, you know, take a deep breath, everybody, because, yep, absolutely. Can you imagine? Like our mortgage tripled overnight. Yeah. And so, you know, the thoughts that I actually had of, you know, being able to have some time off. Now, there was no paid maternity leave back then either, but I planned that I would have some time off with, you know, our children as we had them, et cetera, et cetera. However, um, that kind of disappeared overnight. And so... Um, I was back at work when each of our first two, when, and there's only 18 months between them anyhow, but when they were three months old, I was back in my job, dropping them off in the morning at, you know, half six, seven o'clock in the morning, picking them up at half five, six o'clock of an evening time, taking them home, putting them to bed, wash, rinse, repeat, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so for me, again, uh, another season that I was going through in my life where I did not feel that that was what I'd been put on this planet for. Mm -hmm. Now, I had again been dabbling in um, direct sales purely uh, to have an extra little bit of income, but um, a friend of mine, my, my upline at the time, Christine, she challenged me when I'd gone back to work after um, Shane was born, and he's now 27 and was married in January. And um, she challenged me because she, she rang me up and she said, how are you going? And I said, you know, I had a very big pity party. Again, I'm sure many of you are on here. I've had your pity parties about where your business is or where your life is, etc. And so she challenged me um, to kind of go, you know what, you've actually got control over this. Um, and said, you know, why would you not consider what you have as a side hustle becoming something that actually could be a change maker in your life?
Mm-hmm. I'd never looked at it like that. And I know that there are many of you that are listening here today that have not, even though you said you're doing this, that this is your side hustle business, you're not treating it as a business. You're treating it as a side hustle. You're treating it as something that gives you that extra little bit of income. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here to say to you today that maybe this is the season that you get to go through that actually shows us that this could be something that's more than a side hustle. And that wake up for me, that season I was going through at that time was exactly that. So I decided, you know what, I would shift the focus from it being just something I did on the side for that extra little bit of income to actually something that would be a focus to be able to create a better future for our family. Now, I also want to say right here and now, that doesn't mean that I quit my job. It doesn't mean that those kids were home with me full time or anything. No, in fact, it just meant that I actually had to level up my activity. I still had a full time job. I still had two children under two. Tried to give them away, but they kept coming back. And that <laughs> I still had a shift working husband. Still had family on the other side of the world. But I chose to actually make that season even harder, if you want to, even harder because there was a massive goal on the other end of it. And so I just decided that. You know, and instead of watching Home and Away of an evening time, I would go out and do an event. Again, it was before all of the social media and all the rest. So you physically did have to go out of your home. You physically did have to pick up the phone and talk to people. You physically did need to go to networking events. But I wouldn't change that season at all because it was a season that grew me and showed me that when you choose your heart, when you decide that you're actually going to choose your heart and you're going to back yourself in that moment, you can create great things. Because in less than a year, I was able to resign from that job because we had replaced my income. Now, I'm not going to say that my results were typical because at the end of the day, if you don't do the action, you're not getting the results. So I really want to kind of be very clear. This is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not a everybody's going to be successful scheme. Why? Because everybody's got the same tools, the same products, whatever your company is and all the rest. You all have social proof that this works because in every single one of your companies, there are people that are making it work. But that's exactly what they do. They are going to work to make it work. And so my results were not typical because my work ethic is not typical. But I've got to say one thing that I have noticed and, you know, Celine, as you always do, you've called it out um, and challenged everybody. Um, But when it comes to this industry, unlike our day job where we can say this is all I earn, this is my income, it's set, that's it. When it comes to this industry, we don't have that same excuse. And so it's easy for us to just peg it as a side hustle. But as soon as we look at it, as being what it actually can be, it all comes down to us and what we're willing to give, what we're willing to do um, because those results uh, that we get, that we can achieve, um, are all on us. No one, it's not about what anyone else does for us. It's about how hard we work and you've, you've proven that with the way that you have built your businesses but you also speak that into so many people in the field uh, both with, with both of the companies that I'm aware of that you've worked with. Um, and so I think, you know, we need to maybe listen for a little sec and, and there, there might be a little bit of a challenging, you know, little Irish voice going on right now in, in the back of our mind that, that's starting to pipe up, uh, making us stop and, and listen and go, you know, may, maybe this is my responsibility. Maybe I actually do need to step out and think about what I'm personally capable of. Yeah. Uh, and stop blaming the world around me for where I'm at and the roller coaster or season that I may be in at the moment. 
Well, I think, and, you know, and I also want to do, I want to respect those of you who are totally happy with where you're at, but be honest with yourself. If you are totally happy with where you're at, that's, that's cool. Own that. Okay. If it is that side hustle that, you know what, a couple of hundred dollars a month or a week for you is exactly where you're at. And you are very happy with that. That suits you, your lifestyle and everything else. Absolutely fantastic. Own it. Okay. I'm speaking to those of you who truly do want your business to make a difference for your family. You mm -hmm. want to be able to have the choices to be able to say, for example, give back from time, treasure and talents that you want to have, um, I suppose the choices to set examples for your children around, you know, what they can create should they choose to. And look, there is a, and I love talking about this one and many of my team over the years have heard me talk about it, but I love, and for me, this is what holds me uh, um, uh, to account. And even my kids, and they'll call me out on it as well. Are, I'm you not playing, <laughs> <laughs> are you playing above or below the line? Okay. And what I mean by that is, you know, draw this imaginary line. And for many years in my office, back at home down in Tassie, uh, where, you know, our, our beautiful son and daughter-in-law now um, have that home. It's their home now. Um, and that bit, it was on the wall and it was a big, huge poster and it had this line drawn across it. And above the line was 100% responsibility. And below the line was blame, shame and justify. And, and I sometimes regret teaching this actually to my kids because they'd say to me, some mum, was that above or below the line and then walk away? And I go, ah. <laughs> but they equally didn't like me teaching it to everybody else as well, because even their teachers were able to pull their monitors as well, which was really quite good. But um, where that came from, so I want to give credit. Uh, I did a, when I was studying um, my coaching qualifications, I spent three years going back and forth and training under Jack Canfield because there were no master coaches in Australia at the time. As I said, I'm really old. So um, so Jack actually uh, did this. I was partner, part of his platinum group. And so this one weekend, there was about 25 of us in this kind of platinum group. So we met four times a year. And we, we all thought we were the bee's knees. We thought that, you know, we were speakers and coaches. We were, you know, we thought that we were quite involved in all the rest. And he shared this challenge with us. And it's hilarious when I think back to it because he put a jar on the table and he said, right, okay, so, so anytime we find ourselves dropping below the line into blame, shame, or justify, and I'll speak to each of those in a second. And that what we'll do is we're in the States, we'll get a dollar bill and we'll put it in the jar. And um, we all give one another permission as well to actually, you know, call one another out. Well, we kind of thought, you know what, that's grand. It'll be a jar. That's fine. He was making a donation. His brother-in-law at the time was the ambassador to one of the African countries. So we thought a jar, the money will go to some wells um, to be able to dig a water well in this country. Well, at the end of that weekend, we had enough money raised to dig six water wells because <laughs> the jar was filled over and over and over again. Really, when you become aware of how often as humans we drop below the line, and we will, we are humans. There is no such thing as perfection in, 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 um, in humanity. That's the reality of it. But it's how long we stay there that is the trick. So blame, shame, and justify blame. That is when we are constantly looking at. Now, in our profession, that's when we're blaming our upline, blaming our downline, blaming our spouse, blaming our children, blaming the company, blaming the delivery people. Everything is all outside of ourselves that we're constantly pointing the finger at somebody else as to why 
what is going on at the moment is not our responsibility. So, you know, we just kind of wash our hands of it and that. And I'm not saying that oftentimes there's not responsibility on the part of someone else, but our reaction to it is our responsibility. What we do about it is our responsibility. As soon as you find yourself blaming someone, slip into solution mode, get back above that line into responsibility and go, how can I impact what's going on here? Yeah, the second one is shame. Now, that one is a big one in our profession. Look, it's a big one in life. But in our profession, we probably get a magnifying glass a little bit on it because we're a volunteer sales force. We're a volunteer workforce. So if we not decide not to turn up to work on our own business today. We've got no one to answer to. Mm-hmm. So we can have this shame voice where I'm not good enough, I'm not talented enough, I don't know enough, know enough people, I'm not as smart as them, I don't have the support of my spouse. So that's, you know, that yada, 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 yada. We can have all of these whole little shame thing. I talk about the little kind of voice inside your head. Mine's a little leprechaun. And, <laughs> you know, they have a little kind of chitter-chatter kind of thing. You're not good enough. Why do you think that you can do that? You know, what? you don't have that. And they start going on and on and on and on. And I just kind of go, learn. you learn to say whatever it is your voice is, put a little character on them. I made mine a little leprechaun because then I can kind of go, whoa, hang on a second. Thanks for sharing. But I'm going to do it anyway. And so you get yourself back above the line kind of thing because oftentimes that's just your comfort zone going, just stay here. Everything's fine where we are right now. We don't need to be like them, so I'm going to give you all the reasons why you can't be like them. Mm -hmm. So just kind of go, thanks for sharing. Okay, how can I take action? And then the last one is justify. Now, this is a lovely one because we all love kind of justifying with beautiful stories. In fact, our stories can be so amazing as to why we can't do, you know what? Look, you know, I've got five kids. I homeschool them. I could, Mm -hmm. And yet I can point out many people that are mums with five kids that homeschool that have successful businesses or whatever it might be now my justification story got blown out of the water and it's a defining moment in my direct selling career i was um i was doing okay i was doing okay and i was at a conference and i was in sydney but i had so many excuses as to why i wasn't walking across stage to be recognized um you know like i mean i had at that point in time i had three children under five, my family's on the other side of the world, I had a shift-working husband, and, you know, my justification list was as long as my arm. It was really, really good, really good. <laughs> I was able to justify to myself how awesome this story was. And then a beautiful lady kept walking across the stage, being recognised for everything. I'm kind of going, gosh, she's doing all right, isn't she? Gosh, she must have it easy. Oh, she really must have it easy. So anyhow, on about the third time that she'd walked across stage to be recognised in some category, they um, stopped her and said, you know, Kayleen, her name is Kayleen, she was from Western Australia. Kayleen, I'd love to, um, you know, for you to share your story. Well, her story could have been my story. And she was standing there with exactly kids the same age, all sorts, like the whole thing. It was like, yeah, right, okay. And she just stood there and she literally blew my story up. There is always somebody that is going to blow your story up, guys. Mm -hmm. No matter what you think that you're justifying, you can either use all of those things as an excuse or as a reason. And in that moment, I switched everything that was on my plate from being a justification story and an excuse to a reason why I was actually going to make this a success. And um, just sidebar, I uh, went and found Kayleen. Now, this was a conference that I probably had, you know, four or 5,000 people at, but I went and found Kayleen. I'd never met her before. She didn't know who I was. I went straight up to her and I said, well, thanks a lot. And she looked at me. 
<laughs> she said, she said, what? And I said, you just blew my excuses up. Thank you. <laughs> so anyhow, and we were, you know, we became friends, which was lovely and that, but I'm just saying to every single one of you at this moment, take a moment and you know what? Get yourself a cuppa, sit down and write down all your justification. Write down all of the justification, all the reasons why, you know what, it's not working for you, all of those things. And then just go, I'm going to turn all of these things into my reasons why I am going to be a success. I'm going to turn these into the reasons why I'm going to make a difference in this world. I'm going to turn these into the reasons why my children are going to be so proud of me and learn how to become resilient and stronger human beings. And that's one of the things that you learn. When you play, when you learn to play above the line and that and you drop. And today already, today already I've dropped below the line probably two or three times. <laughs> but what happens is I now notice it. And sometimes I'm quicker at getting back above the line than others. I'm going to be totally honest. Sometimes I like to sit back and have a little bit of a pity party and kind of, you know, and then I realize that pity party ain't going to serve me. And it's not going to serve you. And I tell you this with absolute love. It is not going to serve you. My goal is to see our profession shining so brightly that people cannot ignore us. That no matter what company you are in, I mean, that's the thing. But the only way that's going to happen is for us to actively work at playing above the line rather than below the line in all ways. And that's also about being respectful to other companies too. Not deliberately going out of your way to either sabotage or recruit or, you know, That's recruit so people important. from other companies or, you know, honestly, guys, play above the line, play with integrity because we are our own worst enemies. When we do not play above the line as a profession and treat other companies and other partners and distributors, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, with respect and know their home is there, let them be happy in that home, shine. If they're ready to move for whatever reason, they will come find you if you are mm. shining with integrity. Um, I don't know how many times I get approached to join other companies and whatever like that, and I kind of go, you know, seriously, have you, A, do you know me, and B, have you even looked at my profile? Why would you be trying to recruit me <laughs> when I am you know, obviously involved? It, it happened again on the weekend. I'm obviously involved in a company that I'm very, very happy with. If I get disheartened, I'll go looking for what I need to go looking for. In the meantime, honor people where they're at, play yeah. above the line and be a shining example of who we need to be. Don't, you know, don't allow, um, yeah, don't allow a lack of integrity to be the thing that you stand out for, okay? Yeah. You know, really do play. And I probably digress there a little bit, but it's so right. I think important. It's, I think it's so important. And look, I mean, as you know, we've been attending party after party after party over the last um, month. In fact, uh, last night we attended our 59th virtual party. You've got next your 60th week. coming up. <laughs> next week, 60 is coming up. And I sense that it may be someone from uh, Juice Plus. Um, <laughs> So I've got my 60th party booked for next week. But the thing that um, has one of the things, many things have stood out, but one thing that's really stood out to me is that need that some distributors feel that they need to bring someone else down to bring them up. Yeah. And so they start um, bad-mouthing another company or another company's products because they feel that's the only way to make their products stand out. 
when in actual fact what that does is it brings them both down. So instead of, uh, instead of talking about what makes you and your company and your product special and unique, remember that people don't buy the products. They buy you. They buy pe- from people that they like, know and trust. And so um, there is no need to tear any other company down. In fact, That's you don't need to draw attention to anyone else anyway. It's exactly. exactly. When you start to do that, you actually, um, you know, people wonder if you're doing the that now, like they wonder what, they didn't what have. exactly. Like, so for example, at the moment, I've got a posty jacket on. <laughs> I have my little Lareva oils over here. And that I'm feeling. You can tell <laughs> Celine's been to all my parties. Confident <laughs> and calm kind of thing. I have my young living oils over here as well. I have my Thermomix in the country, uh, the, 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 on the pantry there. I have a pantry full of Tupperware. I have, you know, um, oh my gosh. I mean, so many different things. I mean, I'm a direct selling queen. I mean, for years, for years and years, I would have um, parties for what, you know, like within our industry, because I love our profession. I really do. If I've got a choice, I've got in your cleaning cloths. I've got, you know, I probably even have a Norwex one in there somewhere as well. You know, there are just so many reasons for us to support and encourage each other rather than pull one another down. Absolutely. Um, And I think that that's really, really important. And I I think too that when we choose to do that, because remember oftentimes when people do that or when we do it to ourselves is when we're in the bottom of the roller coaster. I talked about right at the very outset that this business is a roller coaster, but then so is every other business. And I think that we think Mm -hmm. we're unique in that. We're not. We're going through a season right now where we will come out the other end and there will be companies that will not be still standing. And I'm talking about just right across the planet in all different industries because of, you know, this unprecedented season that we're going through. But this will not be the last season that we go through. We will go through others. So as a direct seller, if you want to make sure that you are one that is still standing on the other side of this, stand up with integrity, stand up with, you know what, commitment to playing above the line and taking responsibility for the actions that you do in your business. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. It's not all about unicorns. It actually is a duality. There will be the highs and the lows, the happy, the sad. Like I said earlier on, there will be the opportunities for us to ride the roller coaster. One of the things that once I made my decision, okay, my firm decision 27 years ago, when I made that firm decision that this was what I was going to do, I committed to it for the long game, okay? If you're only ever committing for the short game, I'm going to see how it goes for the next three months, okay? Honestly, things can go really well or really badly for three months, but your results over 12 months of consistent effort, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Your results over five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and it's all of the bonuses along the way. One thing that I've learned to be true over this time is it's not just the financial rewards, it's the person you become along the journey. Yeah, I am so grateful for our profession because I raised three children in this. Myself and my husband have had the opportunity to be able to work together because of this profession. Mm -hmm. We've been able to invest into other businesses because of this. We've been able to tithe and to give to causes that are close to our hearts because of this profession. We've been able to travel and do what it is that we want to be able to do 
because of this profession. I mean, for us as a family, our highest values are contribution and experiences. We're not really into things. We have some nice things. We're not really into things. But we do love to be able to kind of give from time, treasure and talents and to be able to have experiences as a family. Honestly, I can, I can definitely say to you, my hand on my heart, I don't believe that we'd be able to have the level of contribution that we do and the level of experiences that we have without this profession. Okay. And I think that that's the thing that I want to be able to see for others as well. So it's really, really important to know that you're playing a long game. You're not playing a short game and that if that's what you're coming in for, that's fine, but know that, honor it, and then, you know, do whatever you need to do. But for those of you who want true success and success is different things to different people, but I'm going to talk about financial success for a moment. If you want true financial success, then play the long game. Make sure that you're doing what it is that you need to do that is still going to be showing up for you and showing up for your business in 12 months time, 24 months time, 36 months time, and so on and so forth. You know, I still see myself, you know, showing up in this business for the next 10, 20, even 30 years. As long as I have energy and something that I feel that I can contribute, then I will continue to show up. That should be the same for yourselves because we have the flexibility to be able to work around. So even in that time when, you know what, my work ethic was high, I was still able to be the netball coach. I was still able to be the girl guide leader. I was still able to be part of worship ministry at church. You know, we were able to do all of those things. The same with Mick when he was able to transition from what he was doing to working alongside me. We were still able to do all of those things, have the flexibility around that, be the parents who showed up at school for things when before we wouldn't have had that choice and that, and build a successful business. But I'm no different than any one of you. I just made a decision and then I backed myself when it was hard because it's really easy to back yourself when it's easy. But when I really needed to back myself was when it was hard. Yeah, so for I each of that. you, as you go through these seasons, back yourself when it's hard. That's when you're actually going to become a winner. Um, I love what you've just said there, Celine. And back yourself. And uh, I want to, I want to just, uh, we've got to wrap up, but I want to really quickly um, just speak into something you once said to me um, that I think, you know, there's a lot of parents that listen to this podcast naturally in this industry. We've got a lot of mums and dads out there. And uh, so for those of you that are mums and dads, um, you understand that when you have a baby, um, you know, the first thing that you experience is that that sheer exhaustion and you think, when will this be over? And then the next thing you know, you're experiencing, uh, you know, your first uh, gastro, your first bug, your first cold and you think, when will this be over? Then you're experiencing weaning and the kids not eating what they're supposed to be eating and you think, when will this be over? Then you experience teething. Then you experience toddlers and tantrums in the supermarket and you think, when will this be over? And you once said to me, just remember, and this was me talking to you about these exact things. I think I rang you and because uh, we our relationship developed when I um, uh, had a, a newborn. I was going through a huge and, and very emotional life change. And, you know, I was trying to battle with both being a parent and deal with my whole life completely changing. Yes. And, um, and you said to me, Sam, if he's crying through the night, just remember it's just a phase. Then all of a sudden that phase will be over and you'll be saying, 
when will this be over? And it will be something completely different. And, you know, for those parents out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now because you're constantly going through a new challenging phase. And even now with a 14-year-old, I'm, I'm, it's the same thing. We've got, you know, now a hormonal teenager and we're thinking, when will this be over? <laughs> the next thing you know, it'll be learning to drive and, and all of those things. And I just want to say that when you're a parent, you don't stop and go, I quit, I'm out, I'm done. Because with the when will this be over question, you also get the isn't this such a blessing because there are so many things, so many positives, and you said before, the light and the dark, the good, the bad, there's always a balance. So as much as the screaming child through the night is a challenge, during the day they're giving you those gorgeous smiles that just light up your heart. And so in your business it, it's very much the same. The difference is you have to make the choice to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a child, you 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 generally you, there might be times you want to walk away, but you know you can't. But mm-hmm. think about it; it's the same. The roller coaster, whether it's children, business, marriage, work, it doesn't matter. Um, I but love as that analogy that. kind of thing because it is true. Because even like you know, with marriage, I remember myself and Mick going on a marriage encounter. Of course, gosh, years and years and years ago now. But the one thing that I remember, um, you know, in particular out of out of that weekend was. Um, the quote, marriage is an everyday choice. Yeah. Every day you get to get up and be committed to your marriage in the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. Uh, parenting is an everyday choice. I know you can't walk away, but how you choose to parent is yeah. an everyday choice, how you get to show up there. Running a direct selling business is an everyday choice because yep. there are some days that it is not going to be simple. It is not sunshine and rainbows. I can tell you that right now. You know, there's a few meetings already this morning that I've had where tough decisions have to be made and, you know, tough conversations have to be had um, and that. But then, you know, you you get to do something else. You get to be able to recognise somebody for something amazing that they've done or or yep. see, you know, the, the how lives are being changed because of what you actually get to do and that. And so that's that thing. So... It is so true. Choose your heart. You know, show up each day. Um, be back yourself each day, even on the days that you don't feel like it, and then put some things in place that support you in that. Put the people around you that are going to, you know, challenge you to step up and, and, and get out of whatever funk that you might be in. And there are some days I know that, you know what, you just need to give yourself a day. You need to be able to kind of fire yourself today and rehire yourself tomorrow. There are some days where it's actually okay. Fire yourself today, go have a day, go for a big walk, go soak in the bath. Isn't that the beauty of this industry, the fact that you can do that? It's amazing. And then you get up tomorrow morning and you rehire yourself and you go to work. And, yeah. and that's what you get to do. Um, you know, when you have a problem is if you keep firing yourself every day <laughs> and you don't ever show back up for work, okay? But, you know, be your best, be your best team member. Be yeah. the person who is the one who is showing up because at the end, you know, I had stuck on the front of my diary for probably around about the first 10, 15 years of my career. I would just transfer it every year. If it is to be, it is up to me. And it's not that we're in this alone, but it means that if I don't show up, I can't expect anybody else to show up for me or yeah. with me, okay? And so my, one of my very first mentor, mentors, Louisa, she was the one who kind of, you know, spoke that into over my life at that time. And I, I literally I had that, you know, on there. And I still come back to it because, yes, we are part of communities. Yes, we are part of amazing um, companies. And, yes, there are so many resources and all the rest. But if I first don't take responsibility to show up, If it is to be, it is up to me. I've got to take responsibility to play above the line because there's no one else that can do that for me. I've got to take that and then I get 
the opportunity to link arms with other amazing people and then create something fantastic. But if I first don't step up, there's nothing that anybody else can do for me. So I suppose that's the thing that I would leave, you know, your listeners with today is to know that it's okay. If you're on a roller coaster, you're in the right place. Just own it. Choose your heart. And you know what? Show up when it's hard and that. And just, and, and I suppose, and you know, yeah. it is. You've got to back yourself and know that the sun will shine tomorrow. <laughs> and that's so whatever season in life you are in, if you're in this season that we're currently all in uh, with fires and floods and all sorts of things that have been happening um, in Australia over this past, you know, even this past six months, it's been an incredible six months, really. But at the end of the day, how blessed are we to be in a profession that we can continue to operate when so many other businesses can't. This is a season that can be a defining moment for you. And so I would really encourage you to to kind of, you know, um, choose your eye so hard. I really would. I would get you, you know, to really, really choose that. And then if you are watching this five years from now, there will be some season you're going through. I can guarantee it. Um, And that, and so again, in that moment, choose your heart, show up, back yourself and uh, be blessed and be successful. I love that. Thank you so much, Celine. And uh, I think um, if anyone's listening to this right now and they're actually paying attention, they're going to feel a little bit uplifted by all of that because it's just a reminder that, you know, everyone's going through challenges. It's just that today they might differ a little. So back yourself and it's time to shine. I love that. So great. So thank you so, so much for taking the time to be with us today. Um, I, I always love listening to your amazing wisdom. It certainly got me through a lot of those ruts in my roller coaster. And, um, and I really thank you as well for being so dedicated to this industry for all companies and all distributors, because uh, you and I have had the conversation many times that this industry changes lives. And you're so right. What we're going through now and what we're going to go through over the next probably year or two, I think this industry has an opportunity to have such an incredible impact for so many people that are really going to need it. So thank you so much, Celine. It's been, again, such a pleasure chatting with you as always. Uh, And I certainly hope that everyone's enjoyed listening today. So thank you for your time. You're welcome. God bless everybody. See you, everybody. Have an amazing day. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.